This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Two important injury updates for the Hoosiers and Tom Allen in fall camp, including Dexter Williams, who could make things really interesting in the quarterback room this season. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, everybody. You are Locked On Hoosiers, the only daily IU podcast. We are part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in wherever it may be from and making us your first listen. I'm your host, Jacob. Big thanks to today's uh, sponsor, Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a free white tech hat with any purchase. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. The Hoosiers have been bitten by the injury bug on the gridiron in recent seasons, and it's really hurt them. So when I say we have an injury update, it's rare that it's actually good news. And we have a pair of important players who actually are ahead of schedule. Let's start with Dexter Williams, who looked to be the bright spot coming out of the season at the end of last year. Before that, just horrific injury against Purdue. I thought he was going to be out for a long, long time. Not only is he not sidelined, he is taking snaps during fall camp. Now, he's not really doing much else other than kind of taking snaps, and he's very limited in what he's doing, and there are a lot of kind of asterisks and precautions, but he's taking snaps what, some eight months, maybe not even that removed from that injury in that Purdue game at the end of the season, he's ahead of schedule. And here is what Tom Allen had to say about him on uh, Wednesday when he spoke to the media. Quote, I would say, I was just talking to him about this last night. He's further along than we thought. And he's further along than he thought he would be. And he had a final checkup prior to fall camp, and that came back very positive. And so from that meeting he had with the doctors, we felt like we could accelerate things for fall camp. What an awesome story that he is, even at this point, I, I don't think you can understate how bad that injury was. And they didn't even really say everything that was wrong, I don't really think. It seemed like he just completely destroyed his leg. And I know Tom Allen has said previously, it might have been during media day, that it was similar to the Teddy Bridgewater injury uh, when he was with the Vikings, when he completely destroyed his leg. And I, I, I had some thoughts about whether he'd even be able to really play again. The fact that 
he's not only going to play again, he's going to be back this season. He's going to be back during this season. He's going to be cleared. Let's 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 go there. We're going to talk about what being back might entail. He's going to be cleared this season. Tom Allen uh, kind of gave an update on the timeline. Quote, so I would say for sure mid-season return to maybe even a couple weeks earlier than that if possible, but mid-season would be, I would say, a good projection, but it may even continue if he progresses at that rate that he currently is. It could maybe be a game or two before that as well. That was a lot of kind of repeating himself and talking in circles a little bit. The gist of it is right now, it's a mid-season projection. The rate he's on, it's going to be before the end of the season. If you want to look six games into the season, that is October 14th. That is the Michigan game. They play Rutgers right after that. You are uh, somewhere between those two games, somewhere around then, would be where you're discussing bringing him back. If he's ahead of schedule, you're looking at the Maryland game. The Akron game probably seems too early, but this is all in October. He's going to be back inside of a year. That's unbelievable. Like, really, I I can't wrap my head around it. When I saw those quotes from Tom Allen today, I really couldn't believe that Dexter Williams was this far along. And it's been great seeing him in videos and pictures and all of the coverage from fall camp. I just kind of thought, as we saw those pictures... He's doing the little bit he can. He's going to be limited. He's not going to be available, so on and so forth. Clearly, that is not the case. He is in a situation where he's preparing to be back healthy, cleared uh, at the midway point of the season, which is truly phenomenal. Like he, He was a spark for this team at the end of the season. That wonky Michigan game that they, Michigan State game that they won, uh, he gets a lot of credit for that. It was a really odd game, and you could play that game a hundred times, and IU probably wins that one time. But they won that one time with a lot of help coming from Dexter Williams. And there was a lot of ways that they won that game, and he only had to throw the ball seven times, I think, but he made a couple big throws. And he still ran for 113 yards and a touchdown. So he was, he was a bright spot. He was, he was something fun for the Hoosiers and they didn't really have that at that point. I thought he looked really good against Purdue early on before that injury. And IU was really kind of cooking some things up before that happened. So they're, It's exciting that he could be back. Now, the caveat to that is we already have a quarterback battle. How does Dexter Williams factor into that? When he's healthy, should he come back? Should he be the starter? Let's dive into that question because it's a fascinating one to look into and try to kind of pick apart and figure out. Before we do that, football season is about to kick off. And FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. 
That seems like the easiest bet ever. Go bet on the Chiefs just because they're going to win a lot of games. Go bet whoever it may be. Just bet on somebody that's going to win a lot of games and you're going to get bonus bets on that. So just pick any team uh, that you think might win the Super Bowl. You'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Big thanks to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Tomorrow, we're going to talk a little bit more about the quarterback battle for you everydayers, as well as the running back room and a little bit more of a broader injury update and spoiler. It's not a lot to update is knock on wood, rub a rabbit's foot, whatever you need to do. I has been really healthy during fall camp and considering their injury luck in recent seasons. Let's let's hope that continues. But on that note, Dexter Williams was the starter at the end of the season. If he'd have been healthy, he would be your starter heading into this season. A lot of things might have been different. I don't know that Taven Jackson transfers to Indiana if he is, if Dexter Williams is healthy. So, Dexter Williams is on this track to have a, I think what I would describe a pretty miraculous recovery. And be ready, be cleared near the midway point of the season. If you're Tom Allen, what do you do when he is cleared? Because that's going to be a really interesting dilemma. Indiana has two redshirt freshmen, Taven Jackson, Brendan Sorsby, battling it out right now for that starting quarterback position. As much as he needs to get things cleared physically, Dexter Williams is the most experienced quarterback on this roster. Redshirt junior. He doesn't have a ton of in-game experience. Really, it was what he did last season is the only real experience he has. That's significantly more than what Taven Jackson and Brendan Sorsby have. Now, that will be much closer to even if not probably favoring Jackson or Sorsby, whoever wins that quarterback battle, once we get to a point where Dexter Williams is cleared. This is going to be a really interesting situation because do you ride with whoever won this quarterback battle and let them play it out and let Dexter Williams get healthy behind the scenes, be kind of a mentor just fully recover and 
see what you have with this young quarterback. Maybe mix in some stuff with Dexter Williams as well. Or do you shake things up? Do you tell, I mean, you're basically at that point saying, Taven, Brendan, you have four, five, six games in charge. And then Dexter will be back and he'll take the starting spot. I don't know that there's an ironclad answer right now. If we get to that Michigan game, we get through that Michigan game, let's say, and the Hoosiers are, we'll say, 3-3. Three and three. They've won their non-conference games. They're 0-3 in the Big Ten. Do you pull whoever the starter might be and say, we're going to Dexter Williams? That would be tough at 3-3 three and three as a redshirt freshman. Even If they're anything better than that, I think it's a hard no. Because if you have a winning record and you pull the quarterback... Whew, that's a. I don't think that's a great look. If you have a winning record, I'm assuming you lost to Ohio State and Michigan and you beat Maryland, which is a really big win at College Park. Even 3-3 three and three probably isn't all that realistic. It depends on how much you think of Louisville when they play at Lucas Oil this season. Is there a mark where if they're 2-4... and four, They've only beat Indiana State and Akron. Does that change how things look? I don't know that there are hard lines in the sand right now. I don't know that you can say, if they're 3-3, three and three, he stays. If they're 4-2, and two, he stays. Similarly, I don't necessarily think, if they're 2-4, and four, he's got to go. I think you got to play this by ear a little bit. See how whoever this might be looks as they play through these first six games or so. And kind of play things by ear a little bit. It's going to be really interesting because I use bye week as between the Maryland and Michigan game. And if Dexter Williams continues on his current kind of pace, he's going to be cleared right around that time. There's a good chance he could be cleared during I use bye week. If there was ever a time to switch the quarterback position, and bring in a different quarterback, it would be during the bye week at the beginning of October. How much does that factor into this decision? After that Michigan game, you have Rutgers, who is probably going to be your easiest Big Ten opponent or one of them. Does that come into the equation at all? This is going to be a really interesting decision to monitor. I don't envy Tom Allen. Uh, I think right now his mindset is we'll deal with that when it comes, which should be his mindset. Right now, you have two healthy quarterbacks. Let them duel it out. Pick whoever wins and play until Dexter Williams is cleared. Then I think you address address that issue when it comes. But when it comes, it's going to be a very interesting situation to address. And it's going to be one that it's going to be tough no matter what the final call is because either you're benching a redshirt freshman that you put some belief in at the beginning of the season and they won a quarterback battle or you're benching Dexter Williams who will have worked really hard to get back to this point 
it feels kind of like a lose-lose scenario. There's probably a little bit more of a kind of winning scenario benching the redshirt freshman just because they're a redshirt freshman and you're replacing them with a redshirt junior. I don't know. It, it is not an easy decision to make, and I don't know that there's a clear-cut right answer. I will tell you right now in August 10th, there is no clear-cut right answer to that. We're going to figure out in late September, early October, we'll have more of a sample size to work with and more of an idea of what that decision should be. And maybe it's obvious at that point. Maybe IU is really bad and whoever the quarterback is is really struggling and the the decision to uh, bring in Dexter Williams makes sense. Maybe Taven Jackson, Brendan Soresby absolutely hit the ground running they look incredible, and IU is flying high. There's so many possibilities that could play out in the next uh, two months that I'm not willing to really make any kind of decision now, but it's something to just monitor as the season goes along. Because Dexter Williams sounds like he's going to be back, and I I don't know. I don't know overall how you feel about installing a quarterback midseason regardless It'll be very interesting. I know I've said that many times, but that's just kind of the word I have for that. I, it's going to be a fascinating decision to watch. Dexter Williams isn't the only one I had to schedule in fall camp. Cam Camper was perhaps I used most important player or receiver, I should say, last season. I don't think perhaps is needed in that. Torres ACL, but looks set to be back for week one. We'll get you an update on him where his recovery stands as we head into the season. Before we do that, let's talk about today's sponsor, Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you guys look good. You know how much we love them around here because they are a stretch khaki short designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton because Bird Dogs fixed the issue by innovating cloud net fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dog uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code college for free and get a white tech hat with your order. I have one right here. I should have grabbed it before we went live. I can show it off to you guys. Get a white tech bird dog hat with your order just by using promo code college. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Big thanks, guys, for the continued support. It's been a really, really good week. And considering that for a, a non-football school and how much we've talked about basketball, I, I can't thank you enough for the support. If you guys can, real quick, head on over to Spotify or iTunes. Give us that quick five-star rating. It helps us get in front of more eyes and ears, especially as we head into a new season. Let's talk Cam Camper, who... His loss kind of was the white flag in this season, even though we were probably already to that point. But his final game of the year was the one against Rutgers, October 22nd. He tore his ACL. 
And he, another situation where I think you wouldn't have been wrong to maybe assume that he wasn't going to be ready at the beginning of the season. I was curious about this myself. I thought back to Michael Penix when he tore his ACL. He was ready at the beginning of the season, but he wasn't ready at the beginning of the season. So I was a little worried, wondered what the timeline was. Camper's final game was October 22nd. Penix's was a full month later. I believe November 28th was the date, but it was at the very end of November. So there is a month earlier on top of not all injuries being the same and whatnot. Camper did come into camp limited a bit. Uh, Tom Allen said before camp started that nobody was on a pitch count necessarily, but Camper, he's also said, has had on a a blue jersey, which just kind of signals that don't he he's injured. He's not fully cleared. Don't go flying in and re-injuring him or anything like that. So, having said that, all signs so far are very positive. Here's what Camper had to say. Quote, that's the plan, to be full go at the start of the season. This was back on Monday. But right now I'm going through practice as uh, as I would if I was not injured. I just think every day I'm taking good strides. I'm just focusing on making sure my technique is good. I'm just continuing to pay attention to detail, watching my other teammates and seeing what they do so I can get information on them. Right now I'm just being a great learner. Fantastic news. This Indiana offense looked lifeless without cam camper once he was gone they already struggled enough as is when he went down they were they just really didn't have anything going for them and i thought he was playing at an all big 10 level when he went down we would it would have been interesting i i think he probably was one of the best wide receivers in the conference it was noticeable when he wasn't there that iu really struggled without him having him healthy is not just a huge boost to the offense. You have a couple of young wide receiver, or excuse me, young quarterbacks who are going to need as much help as you can. So having kind of the full arsenal and someone like camper on the field is going to make life easier for them. And you certainly want that. You want it to be as easy for them as possible in the coming weeks as a, whoever wins the battle starts their college career we so camper being available would be a positive now he didn't outright say it nobody's really outright said it but they kind of said it wide receivers coach anthony tucker uh said he was ahead of schedule quote he's been ahead of schedule on everything so that's uh, attributed to who he is as a person and why he fits in our program so well because he's worked so hard to make his way back through that And those are things he had to deal with. And just from my estimation, he's done a great job from what I've seen and continues to do a great job. There was a lot of coach speak after the the important part, but the important part is he's been ahead of schedule on everything. That's not outright. He's going to be available week one. He wants to be available. That's his plan. He's ahead of schedule. Everything is pointing in that direction. Look, if I'm being frank, I think all IU fans are marking week one as a loss. So I'm less worried about him being available week one. Week two, September 8th, I think is a lot more important 
for him to be available. Now, I'm not saying sit him if he's not if or for week one. He can get those game reps, and you can't replicate that part. Just being back on the field and getting that type of um, just those game reps, that type of experience, basically. You can't replicate that. So if he's healthy and available, play him against Ohio State. I'm far more concerned about having him healthy and available against Indiana State, Louisville, Akron. If I use going to be a bowl team, big if, you have to win every non-conference game. So that it's going to be a lot more important on that front. But it's encouraging. Again, another guy who not as much as Dexter Williams, but certainly I was worried how much or whether he would be available, how much he would be available. Everything is pointing to him being ready very early in the season and ideally week one. And that'll be big for Indiana's offense. Thanks as always, guys, for making us your first listen every single day. It's a couple football episodes this week. We did one today. We're going to do one tomorrow. I know you guys love basketball. We're keeping note of basketball recruiting, things like that. But fall camp is well underway. And uh, we'll continue talking about the football team to end this week and heading into next week. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave that quick rating and review that I mentioned. That helps us out immensely. Most importantly, though, guys, we're almost in the end of the week. I hope you guys have a great, great Thursday. And as always, Elio.